This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey guys, let me get you off to the right start on your online dating journey. And it is going to be a journey. Boy, do I promise you that. But do you want that journey to be a little less painful? Well, go to kristencarney.com slash dating help and I can help make that possible. I can help power up your dating profile. I can help fine tune your banter skills, which will take you to the next level and get you the girl that you want. So go to kristencarney.com slash dating help. That's kristencarney.com slash dating help. Want to know the hidden meaning behind what women say and do? Then check out the Chictionary. It's the Wing Girl Methods manual that gives you a full rundown of all the things women say that confuse men written in dictionary format. Go get a copy of the Chictionary by going to winggirlmethod.com slash chick. That's winggirlmethod.com slash chick. Coming up on this week's episode of the Ask Women podcast, we dive deeply into online dating apps, all of that stuff. We talk about how to approach women online, what things in their profile mean and don't mean, what works, what doesn't work, how quickly to get off of an app and into the real world, and whether or not women are open to FaceTime calls before meeting in real life. So keep listening. Women Podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Carney, here with Marnie Kinris. And today we have Mara Marini on the show, which I really wish, Marnie, your last name was Marini. Marnie Marnini? Marnini. I'm sorry, did I say it? I don't even know. I think that would be the worst name in the entire world for me to be Marnie <laughs> Marnini. I couldn't even pronounce no, it. It would be it. difficult. Yeah. Be challenging. That's just as bad as my married name. Oh, yeah. Your married name's pretty bad. Marnie Velarde. Yeah. Yeah, but. that's why I've stuck with Marnie Kinneris. <laughs> anyway, Mara, hey, welcome to the show. Thanks for Hi. joining us. Thanks for having me. So you guys, as I signed on to start taping, I heard you guys say something about being catfished. Oh. And so you said you've been catfished before. I've been catfished so many times that now I'm like savvy to being catfished. Like this last time I was catfished, I the guy was so hot and he had no social media. I'm like, there's no way oh, a guy yeah. who's looking has no social media. So I reverse Google image searched his pictures, found him on Instagram, and he has like 500,000 followers. And I messaged him. I'm like, hey. <laughs> catfish but am I talking to you right and he messages back he's like yeah I'm really sorry a lot of people use my pictures you are being catfished followed by I'm totally gay and have a boyfriend but since you're in LA let's meet for coffee oh and my now, god that's hilarious for writing a pilot about the experience like it's awesome oh. <laughs> so, wow um, wow the catfisher <laughs> should get he should get some credit in the credits at the end of the show or movie or whatever yeah I yeah I mean, but it, I feel like on most of those apps, like 50% of the profiles are fake. Like I, and then I was kicked off Hinge because they said I was a fake profile. And I was like, I've given you so many catfishers and you're going to delete me. <laughs> well, it's right, almost like if you're, exactly. too attra- if you're too attractive, they'll be like, no, 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 she's definitely a catfish. You can't be well, that attractive. No, well, thank you. But they have no quality <laughs> control. If enough people report you, they just delete you. They don't do anything to check if you are who you are or even like, you know, message you, they just delete you. So wow. super interesting. Oh, I'm kind of insulted. I've never been accused for being a catfish. <laughs> I know, exactly. That you still <laughs> that means, have rights on all the dating apps. That means yeah. my pictures are too real. Well, I, think that that, I think that's something interesting that you're showing because I had never even heard of women really being catfish, to be honest. It's, it's mainly, I've heard of men, obviously what I do, I would hear about a lot of men being catfish, but men being catfish and then, you know, kind of extorted for money. What are what are these men trying to, or, or whoever is behind this, you know, pretty picture of a gay man? What are they trying to get out of you? What's the point well, of them catfishing? It runs the gamut. Like one time, I, but before I was like really privy to being catfished, I was talking to this guy every day for hours, like talking him for giving him probably way too much information, and I had no idea he was catfishing me the whole time. And this guy, I think it was truly kind of a 
oh, I'm talking to someone I find attractive. He probably never leaves his house, doesn't have a lot of social skills. So for him, this was like really exciting. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of catfishers, my friend is a therapist and she actually has some clients that are the catfishers and they are so excited to be talking to someone that they you know, think is attractive or whatever. And then they're hoping that they can get them to fall in love with their personality. And when they don't, they're devastated. So it's like a whole. So, so that's a catfisher. I, I consider that like a switch and bait and switch, right? Where they don't feel confident enough in themselves, but they're winning somebody over with their personality, but shying away from meeting in person as opposed to being catfished. I thought catfish is like, well, I guess they're using a different picture, right? To present themselves. They are. Yeah. And, okay, and so I that's what's like, different. Yeah. I, think, I think guys even consider it catfishing when it is the girl in the picture, but her pictures are all filtered and look totally different than she does in real life. They'll still say that's catfishing, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, and, and I think, yeah, it runs the gamut from trying to extort you for money, for, from trying to like get to know you, trying to like sext with you. I don't, I definitely don't do that, but they'll, they'll try and you'll be like, okay, I don't. Or they'll try to like phone sex with you and you're like, no. Yeah, it seems like no. it's it's a game for them to just find enjoyment from, almost like playing a video yeah. game. There's no, yeah. I, I, you know, there's no chance of them taking it into the real world, I think, with, with women if a guy's doing it. I think it's just all for the, like you said, sexting or the experience or the excitement. Yeah. Yep. So reverse Google image search, ladies, make it your best friend. Thank God. Well, there's no ladies listening to this show, but for (laughs) men, you can do the same thing as well. And that's a really great way for them to find out if they are being catfish. I will say something. So Mara's on our show because I was introduced to her through a friend of mine who I've endorsed um, his app for quite some time now. He's on on the show. Right. Yeah. Charles, who has Cove app and, you know, Mara is friends with him as well. And I was saying to her, like before we started the show, is it actually a really good app? Like, cause I see it as being a good app. Everything Charles has talked about sounds absolutely phenomenal. But since endorsing it, I've actually got in, these are like, it's, it's verbatim every single time that the guys say the same thing to me. They're like, Marnie, is this site for real? Every girl on this app is ridiculously hot. They must be catfishing me. This is a huge red flag. So it's funny that you went into a catfishing conversation from your own point of view. But can you speak to that a little bit? Because a lot of guys are skeptical because there are only good looking women on that app. I know. I have a lot of guys message me. He's like, are you, they'll ask, are you real? They'll ask if I'm getting paid to use the app. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, I'm, I'm on this app. I'm single. I'm dating. So I think because they did a really good job of, you know, they were just on Bravo Summer House. They did a really good job of kind of um, promoting it around certain circles that there are, like, I got all my friends on the app before it even launched. Like, I think there's some, you know, you guys are on it. Some beautiful ladies. I'm on it. Well, I mean, like, Me? I mean, you, you're, you're, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe you are being catfished. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I'm married. Don't that, any, like, interesting. Super wide, super wide. But, um, there's a lot of, uh, I think they just, they, they really did a smart, a smart promotion of it. So I think there are some really awesome people on there. There's also some very handsome men on there too. But what I like about it is again, since I've been catfished so many times with this, when you go through the levels, you can't be catfished. And so as a woman, it just makes me feel safer. I'm just like, okay, I'm not, I'm not wasting my time talking to someone for weeks and they're not even who they say they are. So I really, really love that about this app because I've been FaceTiming people for years. I'm always like, they need an app that incorporates video. They need, because I won't meet someone unless I FaceTime with them. now, if I can't find them on social media, I'm like, I'm not going to waste my time getting ready to look all cute if you're not who you say you are. So. Interesting. So you've been catfished a lot. Well, can I ask you a question? Like, let's, let's like cut out the catfishing. People that you've interacted with on the app that are real people. Can you tell me how long? they should be taking before they ask you out? Like, because you were saying, I don't want to talk to people forever without actually going anywhere. So what is the appropriate time to jump from, okay, we're having a nice conversation on here. And like, what would be that trigger moment that says, I'm ready to now say yes to a date with you? Well, the nice thing about Cove is it kind of like 
organically brings you to that. Because once you well, separate separate from Cove, separate from Cove, any other any other sites that you're using as well, because most people are not on Cove, and a lot of you know people who who have gone on to Cove for right now, it still isn't heavily populated. So there's like one match. 20 miles away, which is quite challenging for people. But I still think it should be something that you try out as more and more people get onto it. That's my advice and my suggestion. And I do endorse that app. Um, But if you're using other apps as well, which you are, Mara actually was saying how she used Grindr in the beginning when it it wasn't like a a gay app. I was on every, like, I love being an early adopter to things. And Grindr, when it first started, it was advertised as like, meet someone for a coffee nearby. (laughs) And so I'm like, oh, this app is kind of cool. And I was telling all my friends, oh my God, there's so many hot guys on this app. You have to get on it. And I'm like, but none of them are talking to me. So finally, one guy messaged me. He's like, hey, girl, you're so pretty, but why are you on here? And I was like, oh, to like meet for coffee or something. Well, it's funny because the word grinder, you'd think like grind coffee beans, get coffee. I had no clue. And then he asked me if I was pre-op or post-op. And I was like, oh, maybe this is not the right one. You're like, this is the wrong audience. Interesting. So you've been doing this. Okay. So you've been using these these oh, yeah. things for a while. So I, I want to hear from you. Best practices. You're very attractive. You are a celebrity. Um, if people don't know, you played, what's the oh, character Brandy again? Brandy Max on Parks and Recreation. Yeah. On Parks and Re- <laughs> Recreation, which I love mm. that show. You know, so you've got some clout behind you as well. So you've you've used these apps a lot. So give me, you know, some guidelines for guys. And and definitely I want to go back to the first question that I asked about, you know, how do you how do you go from chit chat to date? Like how how does a guy know when that person on the other end is ready? When is too soon? When's too late? And when's the perfect right. time? And and I think Obviously, it's different for different people. Some ladies do not like a phone call. I love a phone call. And maybe it's just like I'm old fashioned and I just like appreciate to hear a person's voice. But some, I have some girlfriends who are like, no, ew, phone call? I'm like, what? It's, I think it's great to hear someone's voice and talk to them for a little bit. And, and to get to hear that you can have more mm-hmm. to talk about than protein shakes. Like that is exciting. But how quickly, how, okay. So I, my last experience on Tinder, I had someone that we were having like a good little text exchange, but we were only about five minutes into it. And he was like, I'm on my way home. Do you mind if I call you? And I felt like that was way too soon. I'm like, I don't, talking on the phone is a big commitment for me because I hate talking on the phone. And so I don't, five minutes, it was way too quick. And then I had another guy, I think he was worried about being catfished because he was like, let's FaceTime. And this was after about maybe 10 minutes of texting. Oh, stop it, Kristen. Now you're trying to tell stories about how people no, no, I'm not, I'm <laughs> are trying to not. bust you. I'm no, just kidding. Yeah, no, yeah, I know because I'm so gorgeous on there. <laughs> um, but I, would, I actually answered the FaceTime and just put it to the ceiling because I looked terrible. I'm like, well, he's definitely going to think I'm not my pictures, but I didn't care. But really, it was too quickly for me in both scenarios. And both guys, I instantly went like, eh, not interested because it was like just too fast. So how... How quickly for you would you want to jump on the phone if you just start texting and you're five minutes into texting some stranger? For me, I like if I'm really attract like if I think someone's really attractive and I want to get to know them and go on a date with them, it is I mean, I'm down to FaceTime like ASAP. Like give me your wow. number, let's just FaceTime, get this out of the phone. I don't want a FaceTime date. Really? I don't want to talk on the FaceTime for like 20 minutes. I want like two minutes. Can you string a sentence together? Do you look like your picture's great? Let's schedule a date. Wow. Interesting. So that could happen pretty fast for you. Yeah. And I do think girls, I, I feel bad for guys in the scenario because I think girls are probably pretty split on whether they want that or they don't want that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think guys have to kind of take the social cues and see how the girl is, you know, see how the conversation's flowing. But that can also be an an assessment from the guy's point of view. If he's like, no, no, I want to FaceTime yeah. for me, yeah. then and she doesn't. That that is a huge indicator too of this is potentially a good yeah, match. But that's like that FaceTime shows FaceTime assault. Like if she doesn't give you permission, so the guy that FaceTimed me, he said, "Let's FaceTime," and I literally was was writing no, and before I could even write like you know no the way. You know, I was going to say it cuter than just no, but I was writing something and he had FaceTimed me. I didn't even have a chance to say no. And I was like, I was just like FaceTime raped kind of. Like I did oh, not, no. <laughs> I didn't give permission I for this. I am guilty um, of doing that oh, to wow. guys because I'll be like, okay, let's FaceTime. Yeah. And I FaceTime because I just don't care. I've just been catfished too many times. I've wasted too much time. For me, it's just like, let's just do this. If not like next. And I know that's horrible probably, but it's just, there's, 
And how's the, how has that worked out for you in terms of getting dates afterwards with the people that you've been, you've been chatting so with? So for me, I would say for the people I FaceTime, maybe 20% of those, like two out of 10, I would say that I continue on because A, they, they, they are socially a little bit inept or they don't look like their pictures. And so I'm like, well, it's a good thing I FaceTime rather than get already ready. And then nothing, <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I, so for me, cause I've just been, you know, been on the Yes, because you have you have your experience, and and you know you've been you've been doing on this for a long time. But I, I, I'm guessing a lot of women who other men are interacting with are, have had similar experiences. Well, there was one thing that you had said before, and you just said it really quickly. You're, if it's you, you had said if I'm attracted to a guy or if the guy is attractive, then I'll Facetime. So can you break down a little bit what that means, and 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 is attracted. Does that mean like very handsome and good looking or attractive to you? Or what does that mean? What's attractive to you? If a guy is very attractive and I can see a social media, FaceTime is not as important to me. I'd rather just be like, yes. okay, let's go on a hike. Let's grab a coffee. Let's meet right away. If, if I'm unsure, if I can't find him online, if I'm like unsure about wanting to meet him, that is where the FaceTime comes in. If the guy is like a huge, I, I'm attracted to muscle. So if he's some huge hulk of a man, I'm like, let's go on a hike. Let's grab coffee tomorrow, you know? But if he's like not maybe exactly physically my type, but I'm like, oh, he might be interesting or a lovely person. I'm like, let's FaceTime and see if there's any attraction there. That's kind of what I'm Okay. And so, so how often do you swipe right oh. or say okay. yes to people that you aren't extremely physically attracted to, but that you might be drawn to? So I'm trying to be better with that because I noticed what I'm physically attracted to is not necessarily emotionally capable of a relationship. Mm-hmm. So I've been really working to right. go outside my quote unquote type. So that's why, you know, for me personally, I've been trying to go outside the box a little bit more, but I still would say like on a Tinder or something, I'm swiping right, maybe one in 200. Really. I feel like it's so many lefts for me personally. It's a lot of left. I probably agree. <laughs> okay, I, I kind of agree with the with that number. Okay. No, that that's yeah. Because I've counted down and I'm like, oh my god, mm-hmm. it's been almost two hundred, and I haven't yeah. swiped right once. Well, but that's and, interesting. So, what what are both of you attracted to? Like, what do the guys look like for you? Well, for me, it's very uh, again. I'm trying to be better, but it's for me. I'm just. I've always since I was a little girl. My first crush was Gaston from Beauty oh. and the Beast. I'm just always attracted to like a Hulk. Yeah, like Gaston is not emotionally sport. capable of a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ruined me. So for me, I'm trying to be better with that. But I, you know, I know The Rock exists, so I'm just holding out hope that there's another one like. Oh. <laughs> Why don't you just go hang out at Gold's Gym? You're wasting time going on Tinder. Oh, oh my God, you have. God. Interesting. Okay. But I have. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, that's okay. So there's definitely like a look that you're drawn to, but you're trying to go outside of your box. Would you say that it's the same yeah, thing definitely. For I mean, you, I'm Kristen? not trying to go out of my box, though. I am not. Yeah. I'm, and you're like, I'm box, staying in my box. It's really comfortable there. Not a good mm-hmm. idea because you know, I'm still single. So what does that mean? I don't know. But um, I find it hard to go out of my box. So, you know, I'm proud of you for trying, Mara. <laughs> Thank you. It is really hard, I would say. And you don't want mm-hmm. either. What about in person when there isn't like this, you know, flat visual of a woman, a woman, of a person, but there's a three-dimensional individual who can spark attraction on other levels? How how often do you go outside of your type in those scenarios? Or how important is it in those scenarios? Well, I actually recently, a couple of months ago, went out of my box, I guess I could say, and did go on a date with a guy that wasn't my type because in person, we had met, we didn't meet on Tinder or anything like that. We met through like a social scenario. And then um, when I met him in person, like, because I had known him before, like, actually physically meeting. But when I physically met him, I had no expectation of being attracted to him, finding him funny or anything like that. So I saw him, when I saw him, he smiled and his smile just lit up the room. And he's so physically not my type that it kind of threw me off. And I got like little butterflies and went like, oh my God, he's really, he's got an amazing smile. And so I went against my gut because my gut was like, but he's really just not your type. And I did go out with him and we had a nice time, but it remained flat. So I think there would have been an opportunity if maybe the date 
went a little bit differently or we had a little bit more in common that I would have kept going with it and gone, okay, that's okay. He doesn't need to be physically my type because we have this, 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 and this that are lining up. But we didn't have enough of the other things lining up to outweigh the fact that he wasn't my physical type. Interesting. And what about you, Mara? Well, yeah, there's a lot to say because I think there's something about in person, obviously, that you can't even capture with the FaceTime. It's like there's a pheromone thing. There's just chemistry. It's yeah. There. And that's why there's so many first dates with online dating that don't go to second dates. Because if I met you in person, I probably wouldn't have been attracted to you. Yes, you're gorgeous, but we don't have chemistry. It's just science at the end of the day. You know, so I love... Is it science? Do you think, do you think it's science? I think it's something else. I think it's, it's, if it's not science, it's some sort of chemistry sort of pheromone thing. Because it's either there, that spark is there, or it's not. Well, so I don't know if I mentioned this, Marnie, recently, um, but... I know it's going to be a little bit weird. I think I have talked about our chakras before. Have I done this on the show? Who are you? I know. I know. Don't tell anybody. Okay. Um, I will continue. Tell me about your chakras. (laughs) So there's a thing called a crystal pendulum. And this pendulum essentially senses energy. And I know I sound kind of like wackadoo right now. But if you hold the pendulum over your chakras, which I think we have like six or seven or something it actually spins based on the energy coming out of the chakra. So it'll spin right or it will spin left or it'll just swing back and forth. But if you hold that exact same thing over like an inanimate object, like a desk, it won't move at all. But the minute you put it over something with energy, it spins. And what that told me is that people actually have energy coming out that we can tangibly feel. We're not realizing we're feeling it, but I think it's that energy. And when it's the right energy, it aligns with yours and it's like the match. And I think that's the chemistry or the connection or the vibe that we feel. And we just think it's not really real because we can't see it. But when you hold this pendulum over your chakras and other things that I won't get into, it really is astounding because it spins truly based on energy. And so there is okay, energy very that women are feeling. So do you do you think that men. I mean obviously it's going to go by whatever energy is coming from within you and from the energy that's coming from that other person is that energy something that you can alter? I want to say yes for the sake of our listeners, but I think there's people you connect with and there's people you don't. And if you don't, I don't think there's I mean you can do, you know, whatever techniques from learning how to talk to women or, you know, flirt, et cetera. But I don't think you can make something real out of something that's not real, that doesn't exist for her. You know what I mean? Interesting. Mara, what do you think? Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I think this topic is so interesting because I think, yes, the energy is a big portion, but the other person in a relationship, I think is also timing because I've met some people that I'm like, we've such a connection, but we're not on the same pages in life. And maybe in an alternate universe or on a deserted Island, we'd be perfect together. But there is that, you know, that other little piece that makes for being the right time for a relationship. But I definitely agree with like the chemistry energy part of that. Um, Okay. Well, let me ask you both a question. So Kristen has always uh, given me one answer in the past. And when she did become single, she started giving a different answer. Where and when are you open to being approached by someone? Mara has to go first on this because I've answered this okay. a million times and my answer is not satisfying. I have a lot of views on this because I really love an alpha male that comes up to a woman and it's a dying are, it's, a, it's a muscle that is getting atrophied in Los Angeles. Like when I go to New York or Miami or Atlanta, men just come up to you and it's so great and it's refreshing. And I find in LA, they'd rather just try to find you online. They're too scared to come up to you. It's a kind of passive sort of like beta feeling or, or situation. And so when a guy does come up to me, I try to be really supportive. And I'm like, you know what? I don't think we're a match, but you should absolutely keep doing this because it's going to work on the right girl. Cause I don't want them to stop. Cause I feel like it's a dying art. So for me, I, I, I agree with you. So, but are you, but are you, how are you open to it at any location? Like at all times, are you always okay with somebody coming up and approaching you to see if there is something? I am. Because I'm going to be sad one day when it stops happening. But I have friends that are 
not the same. You don't think the same as me. They're like, no, at the gym, I don't want to be approached. I'm like, the gym is the greatest place because we, you know, okay, yes, if it doesn't work out, you go to the same place. That does suck. But you're both, you know, interested in fitness. You're not at a bar drinking. You're actually like, you know, being motivated and care about your body. So I I have different views on that than I think other ladies do. You know what I think I've realized? I used to say not to approach me at the gym, but I think it comes down to insecurity for me because when I think back to me thinking, ew, don't approach me at the gym, it's because I feel uncomfortable with myself and I think I might look gross or maybe I smell or maybe I'm not at my best at the moment. And so I think a woman who's confident is okay being approached at the gym. And I just realized I wasn't because I wasn't confident. But you are now. I mean, you've of got your course. chakras I got my going. Chakras, you're I doing headstands. your push-ups. Oh, headstands! headstands exactly. Yep. You are mm-hmm. like you're you're, you're K nineteen. <laughs> Imagine when you're all dolled up, like right. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Well, right. That's true, though. And I have said that now going forward. I've said, you know what? Instead of meeting guys online where you do put your best pictures, or at least I do, obviously. Um, I need to meet a guy when I am at the gym, when I look horrendous, so that they already know I can look like this and they'll be just so blown away when I can look like that. Yes. So, right, exactly. They'll be even more impressed, like, oh my God, who's this woman here? Very interesting. I used to do that um, when I was younger. I would like just wear sweatpants for two weeks in a row and then I'd have one day where I'd do my hair and makeup and dress in like a nice outfit and it would have a major impact because people would be like, oh my God, I didn't know that you could do this and you're so beautiful. Exactly. So it worked for me. So basically what you guys are saying is you are open to being approached anywhere. It doesn't mean that that means you're going to have a connection with that person. You're going to be attracted to them, but you're open to yes, it at all. But I have become, yes. Gentlemen, like when, it, even with the DMs, like on Instagram, like I get such gross ones and then I'll get some nice ones, but it's the same thing in person. Like if you're going to kind of like look the girl up and down and, you know, say something kind of like, like be, be a gentleman about it. You don't have to like be super aggressive if that's not your style or, or I think, you know, men can kind of, I, I don't, I know it takes a lot. I, it's scary to approach someone. So I, I want to give them props for that, but uh, also, you know, no, <laughs> that's exactly what every guy wants props for approaching. <laughs> <laughs> but it is true. Like, like Mara said before, don't stop doing this because it will work when it's the right situation and the right girl. I, I, the last guy right. I dated, I, I approached him at the gym when he was leaving the gym. Because um, I'm like, I'm not going to let this one get away. Right, and that that's the thing you you have to you have to seize all opportunities because opportunities are in your control. You don't have to attack people. You don't have to you know creep on them, pounce on them. But you have to go after the opportunities that are in front of you. One final question before um, we take a break. Somebody who was one of uh, the actually. Uh, Michael, who was on our show a while back, he was like, he was the good looking guy who was a client of mine, came into studio, had just been divorced. I'm just oh, saying that for yeah, but he, he was asking the other day about opening lines for online. And he was saying that, you know, he's been testing out different things, but he had been trying to find something unique to comment on from their profile or have something that's a little bit more engaging and fun um, as an opening line. But then he had gone to trying out like, hey, how's it going? Or how's your week going? Or what do you have going on this week? And he said that that was, that was working all right for him as well, but it's starting to fade out for him. I wanted to know from your point of view, from both of you, I know, well, I know the answer for Kristen. Um, but for Mara, how, like, what gets results for you? Obviously, you have to be attracted to the person, but like, what would get the, what would get you to respond back? What kind of first messages do you typically respond I've to? I've got to be honest here. It doesn't matter. The first message does not matter at all to me. All that matters is at that, at that stage in the game, am I, am I attracted to you? Because if you, unless you say something totally offensive, hey, how are you is just as good as, Oh, I noticed you like Jeopardy. I like it too. Both are exactly the same. But say there was a guy that you weren't as attracted to, but he had a really clever, unique opener. Would you take a second moment and go, you know what? Maybe I will respond to him, even though he might not be my type right off the bat. Well, if I've matched with him, I'm probably going to respond regardless and just like see, you know, where, where I want it to go. But I don't, uh, I don't. You're particular enough with who you're swiping right on that yeah. that scenario wouldn't really occur. I mean, she does one in two hundred, so she's <laughs> right. being you know yeah. extremely selective as well. Do you, would you say that that one in two hundred, the matches that you do have, that they 
write you? Do most of them write you after well, you match? So it's interesting, depending on what app, right? Because Bumble, obviously, the lady writes first. I found Tinder and Raya and um, and Hinge can even be a little bit of like a validation popularity contest. Like, am I hot? And am I hot? Because I have so many matches, no one said anything to one another. And if someone's super hot, I'll reach out if, if he hasn't messaged me. But it really comes down. And I sound so superficial. But I mean, if if no, but you're being honest. That's what I. That's what we want for this show. Like that. That's a, the guys have to hear that. You can't just cater it, you know, to or not cater it, but adjust what you really think um, for their yeah. benefit. You're saying that you are somebody who. If you are, you have to be attracted to a person in order to want to continue a conversation. And if that is not there for you, then you're not going to continue on. And there's no swaying. Yeah. And certainly they haven't messaged and I'm not like super into it. Then it just, there again, there's so many matches that are just dead in the water. No one said anything to one another. So, Well, I've had the scenario where I've swiped right on guys and I think, okay, they're like, they're not a swipe left, but they're maybe not a total swipe right, but maybe depending on their conversation, it I'll be glad that I swiped right. So I have basically these like on the fence swiped rights. And then when they write to me and it's super underwhelming and they just say, hey, how are you? Or like chow, which I get a lot. And I don't, oh, I, I can't yeah, stand. I instantly know I'm never, ever going to speak to that person. So I do yeah. think not every girl, like I'm particular, but probably not to your extent. I'm waiting to see what they can show me in conversation. And then once they don't deliver that conversation, they're out. But I was going to give them the chance. And I, it makes me sound like such an asshole or women oh. like, you know, assholes for talking like this. But the, the reality is because you have so many matches that, you know, you have to be discerning once the conversation does begin. Well, I, I will say for me, I think, again, being on it a while and again, trying to go outside my box, if a guy, even if it comes up something really witty, that's great. But a lot of those have fallen into friend zone for me if I'm not like super attracted. Attracted so to them. Yeah. Right. You know what someone did before on Tinder that I thought was so attractive? Um, it didn't go anywhere, but the opening was great. Uh, we matched and he immediately, like we matched that second. So I swiped right, we matched. And then 30 seconds later, I got a message from him that just said, yeah, hi. And it, I thought that was so attractive because it was like, he saw that we matched, he was excited and just was like, hey, like it wasn't, uh, hey, how's it going? I'm going to hang back and kind of be casual and wait to say hello or ask, you know, that was such a, it was so abrupt and so attractive to me. We just said, yeah, hi. And then I instantly wrote back. Interesting. We're going to take a quick break and we will be back uh, with Mara and Kristen. And I do want to continue this conversation, but I also want to get to questions from our listeners. So keep listening. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think you guys would assume that Marnie is very good with money and I'm not. This has nothing to do with Marnie's religion or mine. It has to do with just the way we handle ourselves. And Marnie has her shit together and she has her money together. I don't have my shit together, nor do I have my money together. And I think we have the sponsor because the universe is trying to tell me to get it together. Lightstream is this awesome company that saves you money on all your credit card balances. It will consolidate them into one loan from 6.14% APR with auto pay. I need to go on Lightstream right now and do this. I need to get it together. I'm going to go to lightstream.com slash askwomen to get the discount. So if this has been on your to-do list like it's been on mine, let's go do it. Let's cross the things off on our list together. So our listeners, you guys, that's right, that's you, save even more with an additional interest rate discount on top of Lightstream's already low rates. The only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com slash askwomen, that's L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash askwomen. 
And just a quick little disclaimer from the sponsor, subject to credit approval, rate includes 0.5% auto pay discount, terms and conditions apply, and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash askwomen for more information. All right, we are back. Mara, do you have anything to add to what Kristen said before we took a break for the show? No, I think that's great. I mean, definitely it's nice when there's like an immediate like, because there can be such lag, which I find also kind of challenging. Like you message someone and then, oh, maybe they message you like a week later. I had one guy on Raya message me a year later. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm still on this app. That's embarrassing. But right. you know, it's, it's, it's nice when it's a kind of an immediate sort of, yeah, I'm attracted to you. You're attracted to me. Let's, you know. Yeah. You know what I think was attractive about it was that it felt guttural or it felt almost animalistic. Like he knew that he liked me and his response was almost like a physical response. It felt like, like he saw me. Oh yeah. Hi. Hey, like it felt very, I know what I like. I know what I want and hello. And so I think there was a, something attractive or or like a nature thing. Like I almost felt like I said, like an animal in a way or something like that, which was attractive. Well, it felt like you cut, well, for me, it sounds like you're sort of cutting out that fluff, right? That, that beginner bantery fluff or beginner introduction fluff. And he's just like, okay, yeah, yeah. Hi. Like he's talking to somebody that he knows so that it, it, it it didn't feel, it doesn't feel as forced. I could almost see him on the street if, you know, say I was walking by and he found me attractive and he just kind of was so taken out of whatever thought he was in at that moment by me or by the woman he saw and was just like, oh, hey, hi. You know, I think there's something really cool yeah. about that. I don't know why. I think I know why, but. No, I, yeah. I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. Okay, I want to get to a question from a listener, if you guys are open to it. Ready? No, I'm not ready. Okay. My question was, what do women mean in their online dating profile when they say they're just looking for friends? The ones that say this are invariably smoking hot. Honey, I'm sure you have no trouble finding friends. And why are you looking for friends on a dating website? Please translate. I think those are bots or fake accounts or no. women looking for money. Maybe. I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm privy to that world completely. For for me, I like I there's a lot of guys, for instance, on Raya that say, I'm just looking for friends. Now granted some are pro athletes with wives. I don't know why they need friends. But then the other ones, I'm like, well and, and and then some ladies too, I think there is an element of maybe someone just got out of a relationship. I've heard that before where it's like, well I'm just dipping my toe in. I don't want to like, you know, say I'm in for dating yet, but I'd like to meet people. And so maybe that's the situation. That's kind of what I think when I see that. But I don't, I don't, I've never, I, I think, well, to me, it just sounds like I'm looking for like a low pressure situation oh, right now. That That's what it sounds like. I'm not committed to my goal of, I want, I'm looking for my next relationship, but I'm looking to dabble and explore. That's what it sounds like to me without having high pressure of somebody trying to sleep with me, but, st- but still sounds like they would be well, open to he it. He said they're really hot. That's why I kind of instantly think oh. catfish or, or bot or something. If a girl, a girl is on there and that attractive, um, I think there's something fishy about it. And there's also girls that are trying just I, I, not not to judge at all, but that are just looking for followers and are on like everything with their social media. Right. Like, I'm just looking for friends. And so maybe they're in a relationship and they're just on there for exposure, which is so silly, but I've heard that from guys as well. So I don't know. Interesting. Okay, so here's another question. These are all going to be online questions. Why do so many women write nothing in their bio except for their Instagram handle or Snapchat? Because they want handle? followers. Well, that's you kind of just answered that check-in. You, yeah. you just answered that question. Okay, so next one. If Tinder is the hookup app, why do absolutely no pri- profiles elude even settling because to wanting no, to hook up? Conversely, why do most profiles say not no here for hookups? It's no for hookups. It was at the beginning. Tinder used to be like Grindr. But now Tinder's become an actual place where people are trying to meet and date. So I'll see, like, if I've swiped through Tinder, I'll see every, I don't know, 100 photos or something, a guy who just has a picture of his chest, like, with his stomach, like, exposed and looking sexy. And I'm like, okay, this guy's here for just hookups versus a guy who then has, I'm, you know, I've got a job, I'm this, I'm that, and here are these amazing pictures of me in different scenarios. That guy's looking for a relationship. So you just have to be discerning in how they present themselves. But it's no longer just a hookup site. Okay, interesting. Do you as, a, as women see it as a red flag when women have every single photo filtered like a Dasani yes. factory? 100%. And then it puts, me in, and it puts someone like me that, in the position to where a guy will just FaceTime me out of the blue because he's trying to see if I had filtered my pictures right. or not. When, because I think guys are paranoid. They 
gone on dates with so many girls that don't look like their pictures and vice versa. I'm just as paranoid. Yeah, because I yeah. anyone can take a great picture, even without the filters, with the right lighting, anyone can take a great picture, but it doesn't necessarily mean it looks, it's what you look like. Yeah, like Steve oh. Buc- Buscemi could look hot on there. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Buscemi is hot. I, I know. I love Steve Buscemi. Actually, I have like a weird attraction to him. Me too. He's, it's, it is funny. This, the confidence. He exudes confidence. Yeah, that's what it is. What does, if you have questions, just ask mean? This is getting more and more common that I'm starting to feel like it's a code for something. We haven't even matched yet, lady. How am I supposed to ask you anything? And if we did match, I'm sure being interviewed isn't quite going to pique your interest. I'm smelling something fishy about this one. Yeah, <laughs> I have to agree with this person because I have seen those profiles from guys that like I've worked with or... I've even seen guys with profiles like that. It's such a weird thing because it's like, why would I ask you questions? I don't know you yet. You're not interesting to me yet. You have given me nothing to entice me to want to ask you questions. And to me, it is it's either someone with a really bad personality and very into themselves or a fake account. Interesting. Mara, what do you think? Yeah, I would have to agree. It does smell of a bit of a fake account. I, I think, you know, really? I don't have a ton in my bio. I think I have like a, a fun quote and I, and I kind of just say like a couple of my particulars and that I'm, I am looking for a relationship. And if you're looking for a hookup, please swipe left kind of thing. But I, yeah. I don't have a ton of info either. Um, I do have my social media handles because I have gotten kicked off the apps before. So I want them to know like I am a real person even right. because, yeah, but um, I'm not doing it for followers and guys have asked that and then I feel kind of douchey leaving my social media handle. And I'm like, well, it's just, a, you know, trying to, but anyway, I, I, I'm trying I, to prove I'm a real person. I'm, <laughs> I'm really this hot. No. That's what you're trying to say. No, 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 no. Uh, um, but, but yeah, I think I, that does sound fishy to me. I would say I'd agree. Yeah. It, really? I wouldn't say if, I mean, if that's the only thing in their profile, I think for some people who are also new, who don't really know what, to have on there or maybe they're unsure unclear or I don't really find it to be such a weird statement to say to be honest with you just to be very frank I think someone who puts it puts that in their profile has a very bad personality it's a person that right, I would maybe doesn't know. have very much to say and they right. may be very shy but it doesn't mean they're a horrible person no, they just may not, not know how to present themselves online yeah Really, you just think bad personality. Yeah, every I just, time I've I, seen I guess that I'm picturing somebody I've seen the pictures along with it and I'm like okay yeah this is a person who would say if you want to know something, just ask me. And it's, you know, it's like, okay, you're very predictable. Really? That's how you read it. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. For me, I, w- I, w- if I, I would read it as like, I, I'm an open book. Like, just ask me any questions. If you want to know if I want a relationship, ask me. If you want to know if I want to hook up, yeah, just but ask you have me. to ma- leave you- a reason for a person to want to ask you a question. It's like you're making them do all the work with no reason to do the work. Like, if you have something great in your bio that offers something to the world and to the person, yeah, then maybe they'll want to ask you questions. But if you just leave it blank, it's very presumptuous that you're desirable enough without words to just have someone oh, ask Oh, I guess I'm not picturing it as like the only thing that they say. I'm picturing that, th- that a profile is written there and it's well-written or at least, you know, to somebody else's standards, well-written. And then they say, at the very end say, if you have any questions, just ask. Oh, yeah, no, this is, <laughs> yeah, I think because I've been, you know, more currently single, I generally can say that that's not happening along with that line. It's either... Okay, so it's literally just that line that's there? For the most part. I mean, there probably is occasions where they'll say this, 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 and and this and ask me questions, but generally it's just pictures, blank profile. If you want to know anything, ask me questions or whatever. And that's it. Yeah, I... Yes, then, Every I go, time I've then I'll, go, I'll go back and agree with you guys because I, I actually think the same thing. It's not somebody who's dedicated to being online and taking it seriously. They're kind of lazy and just dipping their toe in the water, which it doesn't mean that they kind of, that they suck. It just means that they're not fully committed yet to doing online dating and possibly a little bit uncomfortable with it. And they yeah. suck. And like for me, when I, when I went on to J-Date, I didn't put my pictures up. Well, that's weird. When that's I like first, putting a place on Craigslist with no pictures. I know, when, but when I first went on to J-Date, I did not put pictures up. And that could have been an insecurity thing. I don't really remember what I was feeling at the time. I eventually did put pictures on there, but this is like a very long time ago. But yeah, my, my profile had no pictures at first. And I still it's got really a weird. ton of emails. Oh and my like God. an absolute ton of emails, which is crazy. But yeah, because I, I just felt very uncomfortable with the fact that I was dating on line. That's how I felt in that moment. And I didn't want other people to see me or potentially judge me. That That is honestly where my head 
was at. And then as I realized afterwards, you know, people say like, oh, send me a picture. Um, and then either stopped writing me or <laughs> yeah, <laughs> continued then writing. Answer. Then I was like, mm, okay, maybe I should just put this out here now so that I don't have to go down this path of being rejected after I send my picture. So I'll put some pictures up here. And then I did eventually put pictures up there. But that's that's what I'm saying. It's somebody who like is, you know, a little bit insecure, dipping their toe in and not 100% sure about the process just yet. I don't take it as an extreme negative, only because I've, I've done something like that myself. And I, I think I'm pretty awesome. So I don't but think... that it, was also like when you were dating online, that was... A while ago, like in 1990. Where, yeah, like it wasn't a normal thing to be dating online. Now it's an everyday thing. Yeah, yeah. I yes, yes, for sure. Yes, I I see that. But I I will say everybody that you know was in my office was dating online. It wasn't completely strange for people to be online. But I understand it's more of like a, a like everybody's doing it now. So having something like that to be able to compete with all the other people is it's stupid and it's sort of a waste of time. I I wouldn't say. So to answer Barrett's question, who asked, like, what does this mean when, when they're putting it in there? I mean, we've given a whole bunch of reasons why. But overall, if that's not to your liking and you, you're not interested in the picture enough to ask questions, then, you know, just continue on to the next person. Because obviously they're not as engaged enough in this process yet, at least not, you know, up to other people's standards. But I will say, I think a lot of people just like they make their profile really quick and then they're like, okay, I'm going to edit it later and some forget to, but they're still using it and they're still, so I think it's still worth talking to the person. I've met, there's people on there that I was sure I'm like, this is definitely a catfish. This is not a real person. And then they were exactly who they were. So sometimes it shocks you too. You just, you never know until you get outside of just messaging on that app. You just never know. Well, that goes back to the first question. So how how do you get off of that app? I know that you like people to like FaceTime you right away, but like how do you how do you progress to that next stage? Like what has to happen in those first messages for, for you to feel like I want to FaceTime with this person? Forget about the catfishing, but that, that initial feeling of I like this person enough to go on to that next stage. So what has to happen in that interaction? Okay, I, I'm assuming I'm very attracted to this person because I matched with them. So it'll be like, great. What's your, you know, what's your schedule? Like, let's go on a hike. For me, I like to get off the app real quick. I I know I have other friends who would rather like message back and forth a bit before they give their information out. I'm kind of the opposite. I'm like, let's go meet up and see if there's something here. Otherwise we won't make sure there's time. Right. Well, so so you don't care about how much of your of their personality that you see prior to going out. You are literally like, you're good looking. I want to go out with you and we can figure out the rest later. Yeah, I, I err on on that side, which is not the smartest. I will totally admit, but but if he has enough of a personality that you know we're messaging a little bit, if I can see his any social media with a bit of personality on it, if we have FaceTime for a second, um, that's enough for me to see if there's something. Okay, so the but the little bit of a personality is to try try to define that. So in his social media, you're looking to see what. Uh, like a, some funny captions or a little bit witty. So he's not just about muscles or whatever. You know, maybe there's something else there. Do we have any shared interests? I'm kind of looking for for all that kind of stuff when I'm kind of scrolling through his social media. Is is it all selfies or is there, you know, is there his interests and his friends and, and that kind of stuff too? Kind of looking at all of that. So those, those things are important to you as well. So like first is, I have to be totally attracted to this person. Yeah. Second is, does their life look somewhat interesting? And can yeah. I get a sense of their personality through, you're a visual person, through images. Yeah. And then through the conversation that you guys have, does does that matter as well? Like the back and forth, if you're seeing all these other things, does how they write to you matter to you? Here's why I, I again, I sound so superficial by saying, no, it doesn't matter so much. But it's like, once I've met someone in person, often they're not great with messaging and they're not great with texting and we still have a great right. time in person. So I try not to judge too much on that initial sort of back and forth until I actually get them outside of that little box and I see them in person. We go on a hike or we just grab a coffee or just, you know, see who they are. So I obviously give a lot more chance to someone I find very attractive versus the person I'm unsure about. I'm going to FaceTime. I'm going to like string it along a little longer to see if I if I want to invest kind of thing. Um, so it's a little superficial on my end. I totally will admit I, I'm a jerk, but 
That's it's not, it's not superficial. It's how you are selecting people, yeah, yeah. right? Like, yeah. So that, that, that it, good or bad, it's how you are instinctually selecting people. You want to be with somebody that you are physically attracted to. That's important to you. Their body says something about them to you. It says something about their personality, what kind of lifestyle they have. Um, you obviously have a history with people with that type of body and that type of look. And that happens to be something that resonates with you and something that you like. I think I did ask this, but so guys that are outside of that body type, how many how many types of guys that are outside of that type of guy have you dated and even had a relationship with? Or is every guy that you've been with looked exactly the same? You know, obviously wavering a little bit. Yeah, no, uh, I have been, uh, I have had relationships with people that were outside my type because they really, well, you know, won me over. Um, Personality-wise, one ended up being like a narcissistic sociopath psycho and totally lied about everything. So right. Everything was a lie. But I, I, I feel like I'm, I'm open. Like I want to be open to not, you know, not just dating that type. So I, I have definitely gone on dates with. But they have to have something. There has to be something that I'm interested in. If it's personality or it's, you know, uh, you know, it, well, wit and, and intelligence kind of fall into personality a bit. But there has to be something that. I respect and I'm drawn to if it's not, you know, the abs and the biceps, like blinded by the biceps. Because kind of <laughs> you can't see around them. Right. And that, that's totally fine. Right. <laughs> right. Well, Mara, thank you so much for, for coming on and talking with us. Um, how can people find you? Well, they can go onto your profile and you have all of your social media on there. <laughs> so <laughs> they sign up for Tinder and hopefully you swipe right on them. They'll get to see where to find you. But if not, how can they find you? Yeah, thank you. Um, I'm at Pop Gloss, which is P-O-P-G-L-O-S-S on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, and basically everything else. Amazing. And thank you to Charles from Cove um, for introducing to us. He just said, he's like, you'll be fantastic for the show. So I'm glad that he made that introduction. And if anybody doesn't want to go check out the Cove, I do highly suggest it. There are super hot girls that are on that site. And right now they're actually having trouble with getting guys onto the site, um, which is why Charles has reached out to me uh, to tell you about it. Please remember that for right now. Um, They still, you know, don't have a large population on there, but it's still good for practice and for interacting with really attractive girls. And, you know, I, I see it as a plus. You get free th- three free months. Um, oh my God, I totally forget, but I'll, I'll well, add it in the, the, in the link to this. The less competition, the better for dudes. Right, exactly. Yeah. I'll, I'll add the link um, into the, the bottom or the description area for this podcast so that you can find out where to go. I think you just enter code Marnie and you, you get three free months uh, um, to try out Cove if you'd like to try it out. But yeah, Mara, thank you so much for being on the show. I think you are wonderful. And I loved you on Parks and recreation um so yeah and Kristen, thank you for your energy for everything for any everything but for Mm -hmm. your what was it now your reiki energy what was it that you said before uh chakra stuff your chakras thank you for your chakras i'm Mm -hmm. feeling them all the way here in los angeles um they're spinning mm -hmm. counterclockwise for you right now that's what i feel i felt it i could feel that drop from my belly (laughs) that's a bad thing oh it's a bad thing damn it yeah you want clockwise (laughs) (laughs) anyway new episodes of the ask women podcast come out every thursday at 5 p.m pacific please 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 go in subscribe to our show do not download individual episodes a waste of time time that you could be using to meet women in the real world or online so do that instead and we will see you next week 